USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. A conversation with Colorado Springs Mayor John Seathers. That's next on The Veteran's Voice. And hot! Welcome to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA. Veteran's Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center, originated from the Optum Podcast Studios, in partnership with podcast channel sponsors, Medicare Mentors, Technology Partner, Colorado Computer Support, and Supporting Partner, Wirenut Home Services. And now, here's your host, Mike Lewis. A special edition of the Veterans Voice, a conversation with Mayor John Southers, presented by USAA, coming to you from the Optum Podcast Studio. A few facts about our guest. John Southers, reelected to a second term as mayor by an overwhelming majority, April 2019. He is the 41st mayor of Colorado Springs, Vienna's first term, May of 2015. By the way, a fun fact, Mayor Southers is the second strong mayor in Colorado Springs. Highlights before being elected mayor. John Southers served as the Attorney General for Colorado 2005 to 2015. Prior to being Attorney General, he was named by President George W. Bush in 2001 to be the United States Attorney for Colorado, unanimously confirmed by the U.S. Senate. And in 1988, elected District Attorney of the 4th Judicial District, including El Paso and Teller Counties. Mayor Southers is a husband, father, and a grandfather, and he's our guest on the Veterans Voice. It is a pleasure to have you. Mike, I'm glad to be with you. Well, Mayor, as I was getting ready for this interview, you and I had the pleasure to interview years ago in a when I was a, in, a, in the news business, let's say. Many I, times. <laughs> yes, and, and I, always, I was so thrilled when I found out that I was going to get to interview as a, on the Veterans Voice, so thank you again. I appreciate being here. As I was getting ready for this interview, we are focused on the military community, and the thought came to mind, you can't think of Colorado Springs and the military without being together, almost like a hand in glove. What are your thoughts? Well, it's part of our history, uh, and why it's part of our DNA as a community is because uh, the military has been part of the growth of this community from the beginning. Uh, from 1871 to 1941, we were a tourist town, uh, attracted people from around the country, around the world because of our beauty, our climate. Uh, we became kind of a health uh, haven when people realized that you could cure tuberculosis being here. But it was a very slow, steady growth until 1941. And then with the attack on Pearl Harbor, within months, uh, Camp Carson was set up here in uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, city uh, fathers at the time were able to get some land donated to the United States government. Uh, Camp Carson was literally built in a couple of months. And so many of us in the town trace our existence here to that fact. For example, uh, my father was a dentist in Detroit, and he was 34 years old. Uh, he enlisted the day after Pearl Harbor. So many people of his generation did that, regardless of how old they were. Uh, he had never been west of the Mississippi. 
He got a notice in uh, January to uh, show up in February at Camp Carson, Colorado. Took a troop train out here, got off at the Sierra Madre uh, Rio Grande uh, train station, took a bus out there. Within a couple of weeks, he called my mother and said, uh, you got to come up. They didn't know it. They were training for the invasion of North Africa. They knew they wouldn't be shipping out till the fall. Said, you got to come out here and check out this place. It's beautiful. She came out. If Believe it or not, they stayed at the Buffalo Lodge, which is still in existence, right? And they made a deal uh, that if he survived the war, they'd move to Cower Springs. Uh, and they did so in 1946. And he set up a dental practice here, adopted me in 1951, my sister couple years before that, so many people trace their existence here to those types of situations. Then 19, uh, you know, about about 55, uh, uh, the Air Force Academy is awarded to Cairo Springs. It opens here in about 58, uh, uh, and it just goes on and on. It's a big, big part of our history. Well, Ant Credit Union is a a large financial institution here headquartered in Colorado Springs. But for those folks who are new to the area, there used to be an Ant Air Force Base right in the middle of Colorado Springs. It's now the Olympic Training Center. Absolutely right. I remember uh, going out there to the commissary with my mother. Uh, many, many times when I was a young person. I, I have to say this, the commissary, that, that had the up and down ramps. It was the, it was the most interesting commissary I'd ever been in. Uh, yeah, it, it would not meet ADA standards today. Absolutely. And then we had Pete Field that became Peterson Air Force Base, now, now Peterson Space Force Base. Yep. Now we have Schriever Air Force Base. We have Cheyenne Mountain. We have five critical military institutions here. Well, as I listened to your State of the City address that you gave, and it was eloquent as usual, you mentioned how important the military is to our economy. Matter of fact, it's number one, isn't it? Yeah, it still is. I think when I became mayor, uh, the military and defense-related industry was about 45 percent of our economy. Uh, Today, it's about 40 percent of economy. That's not because that's decreased. It's actually grown. It's because other sectors have uh, grown. And that's a good, that's really good. Now, that has been a real plus for us over the last eight years because uh, in the COVID uh, pandemic, there was no, you know, cuts in defense spending or anything like that. So that is what made us uh, one of the large cities that did the best in weathering some of the ups and downs of the economy over the last several years. We'll continue with Mayor John Southers in just a couple of moments. But first, imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice technology partner, meets all of our, and they can meet your computing needs. Colorado Computer Support, veteran-owned. They're on your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure you get Colorado Computer Support on your team. Give them a call, 719-355-2440. You can find out more by calling 719-355-2440. Colorado Computer Support. Our guest is Mayor John Southers. And he has made time with us on the Veterans Voice, talking about the military, the importance of the military in the Pikes Peak region. What are some of your concerns as you, you know, come to the end of your tenure as mayor as far as the military in Colorado Springs in general? Um, I don't have a, a, a lot of concerns. It's, uh, it's such an ingrained relationship. There's so much support in the community for uh, the military, both uh, active duty and veterans in our uh, community. Obviously, I'd love to see the space. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, space command decision made here in the next 
uh, a couple of months. Uh, that's been a pending decision for a long time. I do want to assure our citizens that regardless of how that comes out, and I, I think very much that it's in the interest of the American taxpayer and in national defense that it stay here. But regardless of how that decision comes out, uh, the military presence in Colorado Springs is going to grow. There's all kinds of other critical missions uh, that are going to ramp up in the next uh, several years, and I'm absolutely confident uh, that Colorado Springs is going to get their fair share of space activity and military activity over the next several years. Uh, so my concerns there are, frankly, just making sure that uh, we do everything as a community from an infrastructure perspective to make sure that we're supporting uh, the military as much as we can. We've really done a really great uh, job expanding some of our uh, base access. Uh, there's a lot of money being spent right now on uh, uh, I-25 South, expanding access to Carson. Uh, we have uh, done some things out at uh, uh, Peterson, uh, and I th we've uh, done some improvements to 94 out to Schriever. So uh, I feel very good about the level of commitment and the cooperation between the federal government and the city government. I, I have every reason to believe that will continue. I saw commercials before the last municipal election. You were with the district attorney, and you were employing uh, um, employing voters, don't vote for legal marijuana, because I think you felt that it may hurt our relationship with the military. The sales in Colorado Springs, and that came out the way you wanted it. You must be happy about that. I was happy about it, and uh, we really turned some polling around. Uh, uh, the first polls were like 60% uh, favorable, but I think that uh, Michael Allen and I kind of uh, uh, talking about uh, not only the military presence and potential impact on that, but also uh, a lot of people just don't understand what's happened to uh, legal marijuana since 2012 when it was legalized. Uh, there has been a dramatic increase in the potency of it. The industry has, uh, you know, uh, upgraded the potency, THC potency to the point where the average cigarette today is about 22, 23 percent uh, THC. The average edible is about 60 percent uh, THC. Uh, Mike, uh, when you were in high school and, and college, we were talking one or two percent. Uh, this is pretty dangerous stuff, uh, particularly for the young mind. So I'm really glad uh, that our voters took that seriously. I think it makes us much more attractive, not only to the military, but frankly to uh, precision manufacturers who uh, you know, have contracts with the military where they have to be drug-free workplaces. Uh, I think it's a, a big selling point for us. We are talking to Mayor John Southers on the Veterans Voice. Veterans Voice sponsored and partnered in part by Optum, produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum and Mountain View Medical Group are part of Optum, offering 20 clinics throughout the Pikes Peak region. Optum primary and specialty care doctors provide quality patient-centered care. They're backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum, dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit Optum.com slash Colorado to find out more. Schedule your appointment today. Optum. Again, we come to you from the Optum Podcast Studio, Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Our guest is Mayor John Southers. We've got so much more we're going to speak with the mayor about. You are listening to a special edition of the Veterans Voice, a conversation with Mayor John Southers. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, 
and the WireNet Home Services. A special edition of the Veterans Voice, a conversation with Mayor John Southers, presented by USAA, coming to you in the Optum Podcast Studio. Our guest, the 41st Mayor of Colorado Springs, Mayor John Southers. Mayor, I remember thinking about several years ago when I was getting ready to do another interview with you, and I was thinking, this it's a good time to be Mayor of Colorado Springs because it's such a great economy right now. The, the town is booming. I am amazed as I drive throughout the region on the north side, east side, all sides of Colorado Springs, east, west, north, south. Let me say that again. Building. We're seeing apartments going up, houses going up, condos. Everyone seems to want to live in Colorado Springs. Yeah, it's been fascinating to watch. And I want to uh, give your listeners some actual, you know, detailed stats on this. Our growth rate over the last eight years that I've been mayor has actually been one and a half percent. We've grown about 50,000 people. Historically speaking, that's not particularly high. There's been other other eras in our growth where it's been, you know, as much as two and a half, three percent. But of course, when you're 500,000 people growing by one and a half, uh, that's more than when you're 100,000 growing by three percent. Uh, but what has, I think, really sparked the notion of, of the growth is the exponential, exponential uh, economic growth. Let me just give you some numbers that are really amazing. Uh, the city GDP, that's our total economy, has grown by a third in eight years. So to put that in perspective, it took us 143 years to build a $30 billion economy. It's taken us eight to go from 30 to $40 billion. That's remarkable. Uh, we, uh, in 2015, there's an a organization called the Milken Institute that rates the municipal economies in the 200 largest cities. In 2015, we were 98th. Uh, now we're in the top 10. Uh, and that's uh, just an indication of uh, what's really taken place. Uh, and I think it has a lot to do with us demonstrating uh, to the country uh, that we're willing to invest in our own community. That's what I feel most proud of. Uh, I came into a city, I've lived here all my life, things were a little bit stagnant in 2015. We were coming out of the uh, you know, greatest recession that we'd ever seen that wasn't a depression. And uh, job uh, creation was stagnant. Uh, we weren't producing enough jobs to take care of the young people graduating from high school and college here. Uh, and that's been dramatically changed. We've, inc- we've uh, added 50,000 jobs in the last eight years. Uh, we're now, we've gone, f- uh, you know, from very little uh, young people growth to the fastest growing place for millennials to come. We're the most, uh, we're uh, in, in the top uh, couple of cities for attracting college graduates. These people are coming for very good jobs. Our own young people who are graduating high school and college are getting good jobs. Uh, so that's the co- kind of economy you want. I remember maybe 10 years ago, there was a survey that talked to high, uh, high school and college graduates. They didn't want to live in Colorado Springs, and it broke my heart because I was thinking, this is such a great place to live. I've been here most of my life. That sounds like it's being turned around. It's changed dramatically. I used to get, when I was running, I remember a lot of grandparents saying, oh, my grandchild doesn't want to live here and all that sort of thing. And now when someone says that, I said, well, I hate to say it, but that's your problem because everybody else's uh, children and grandchildren want to live here. 
thank you for everything you've done to help turn that around. Speaking of growth, growth is good, but it does bring some challenges. Affordable housing is one of those issues that we talk about here at the Veterans Voice because retired military or people, even people on active duty, I understand, are sometimes having a challenge paying the rent. You bet they are. Uh, and we need to do what we can to, uh, to deal with that issue. My personal feeling, uh, and I feel very strongly about this, uh, Mike, is that the city should not be in the housing business. We should not be producing housing ourselves, but we should, with the federal dollars we have available to us through HUD, uh, facilitate uh, nonprofits and even profits uh, to uh, develop affordable housing and also encourage uh, accessible housing, which leads to the question, what's the difference? Uh, affordable housing is a term of art, and that actually means subsidized housing. So nonprofits or profits, for that matter, uh, can uh, get uh, financing. Uh, with We can provide some federal seed money that we get strictly for that purpose, and we can help them get through the Colorado Housing Authority process to get uh, a tax increment, or, or I'm sorry, uh, tax credit financing. Uh, in the case of a, a nonprofit, they'll be uh, able to take care of, uh, you know, get bonds uh, uh, issued that people will invest in to help them build uh, uh, affordable housing. Uh, in the case of profits, they'll get tax deductions that if they uh, have below market rates for a particular period of time, then they'll get these. Uh, tax deductions. What affordable means, as I say, is subsidized. So that means you'll actually have rents that are below the market. Uh, in a lot of these situations, the uh, person who builds it because of the tax agreements or the bond financing they have, uh, they have to uh, have a certain amount that are at 60% of the market or in some cases, maybe 40% uh, of the market. So that's affordable housing. Uh, when we talk about uh, uh, accessible or attainable housing. Uh, we're just talking about responding in the marketplace. Uh, the private sector saying, hey, there's a niche here uh, where uh, we can sell a lot of uh, uh, product if we meet this need. Mm -hmm. We've got young people who can't afford, uh, you know, a five, six hundred thousand dollar house, uh, and we need to have a product that's available to them, uh, whether it's a condominium, a townhome. Uh, uh, something like that that's that's more affordable. And that's really the market responding. Uh, I think one of the things that's inhibited that a little bit is the market was so good for several years here, they're the private sector is obviously going to be in the portion of the market that gives them the greatest return. As things slow down here, I'm hoping that we'll see uh, them look to uh, maybe branch out into uh, uh, more products that uh, – uh, can help folks on the uh, lower end of the uh, economic scale. In your State of the City address, you mentioned taxes being relatively low in Colorado Springs, and that's part of that affordability piece, isn't it? Absolutely. One of the things I'm proud of, yes, we have uh, gone to the voters and asked them to step up to help fix the streets. Uh, we've asked them to impose a uh, uh, stormwater fee to help bail us out of some very serious legal problems we were in. Uh, all that being uh, done, uh, the average per capita 
uh, municipal tax burden uh, for citizen of Colorado Springs is about $800. The national average for the 100 largest cities, we're the 39th largest city, uh, is about $2,400. So we are very, very affordable uh, from a tax uh, burden standpoint. All right. We'll continue with Mayor John Southers in just a couple of moments. Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. We'd like to tell you about Veterans Voice partner, the WireNut Home Services. You can count on the WireNut to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. Family-owned and proud to employ honest, hardworking Coloradans. So when you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, the WireNut does all that. And if you give them a call, let them know you heard about it on the Veterans Voice. Plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical. Yes, the WireNut does all that. Give them a call, 719-399-5021. They're here for you. The WireNut Home Services, 719-399-5021. Continuing with our guest, Mayor John Southers. Mayor, I've lived here as you have most of my life, and one thing that I this is continuing with the affordability piece. I used to have people walk up to me that had just moved to Colorado Springs and says, "I cannot believe how low electric and utility rates are here in Colorado Springs," and that's a for, that's a piece of the affordability. With the closing of the Drake power plant, can you assure our residents that we're going to continue to have? reasonable utility rates? Uh, We'll have competitive uh, utility rates. We will have higher rates, and I'll tell you why. Uh, The reason why Drake is closing is because uh, coal, uh, uh, burning coal, has become uh, not not economical. Uh, The fact of the matter is uh, we need to meet national and state emission guidelines, and you can't do it burning coal. Now, the other thing that a lot of people, you know, they say, well, if we're, you know, they, uh, if we're burning coal, that we wouldn't have any increase. Actually, the coal market's uh, a lot more volatile than it, that it was. I think there's less people in the supply chain and, and all that sort of thing. But uh, uh, coal uh, as a fossil fuel is going away. We're going to have a heavy emphasis on natural gas for a long time. Uh, but we've got a governor who's uh, hell-bent. Uh, on uh, all renewables by uh, 2040. I personally don't think that's achievable. Uh, But uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, while the technology is improving and renewables will become more affordable, as of now, they are less affordable. What you have to understand, I, I, you know, I, I see a lot of environmental proponents say, well, solar is X amount per megabyte and uh, natural gas is X amount per uh, – that's not megabyte, but it's uh, – uh, I'm trying to think of the energy term I'm thinking of. All. But in any event, the fact of the matter is you need four times as much solar uh, to get the same reliability – uh, as you do with natural gas. So the the price right now is significantly more. Uh, you know, battery technology is going to improve and things like that. So to comply with environmental demands that we have to comply with, you will see uh, the cost of energy go up. Uh, however, the fact that we have a well-run municipal utility, we don't have to worry about uh, shareholder return of about 7% per year, uh, really assures us uh, that we'll always be very competitive in the marketplace, even if you know we're, we're paying more. City uh, Council we, doubles as the utility board and city council. That's exactly right. Uh, and, you know, there's been some controversy about that through the years. Would we be better off with uh, – 
uh, appointed board of uh, utility experts and things like that. But as of now, uh, there was a lot more talk about that uh, several years ago. I hear less talk about that uh, today. All right. We'll continue with Mayor John Southers in just a couple of moments when it's time to consider Medicare options. Get in touch with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, veteran-owned Medicare Mentors, longstanding Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center partner, and the Veterans Voice podcast channel partner. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they're here to lend you a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, there's a lot to navigate when it comes to Medicare and get in touch with the experts, Medicare Mentors, again, powered by Spark. You can reach them at 719-886-3377 or visit online, MedicareMentorsLLC.com. Our guest is Mayor John Southers. We are going to continue, by the way, for the benefit of those folks who are listening on KRDO News Radio. Thank you so much. The mayor has decided that he's going to stay with us, so we are going to continue on our podcast platform. And you can go to veteransvoice.us, veteransvoice.us, and listen to our podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms. And, uh, Mayor, thank you for staying with us, and we're going to continue in just a couple of moments. No problem. We appreciate it. And a big thank you to our partners, USAA, Optum, our podcast channel partner, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNut Home Services. More with Mayor John Southers. We're going to talk about employment. If you are maybe, let's say you're on active duty and you've, you decided you're going to discharge from the military, should you stay in Colorado Springs? Well, we'll find out what the mayor has to think about that as we continue. Join us on our podcast platform. You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio, located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by supporting partner, the Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDO News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. Look, I get it. Most of us veterans don't like to talk about our feelings. We took the oath. We served. We sacrificed. We're supposed to be independent and fearless, right? But did you know that 83% of veterans experience some form of traumatic stress response? We need to talk about that. And at Next Chapter Community Collaborative, we do. Next Chapter provides veterans and their families with free services to write a future full of security and fulfillment, including sessions with licensed therapists who really understand the veterans' experience. We understand because many of us are veterans too. We provide a safe place to communicate openly and honestly. There's no judgment, only a team of dedicated professionals working around the clock to provide support to any veteran who needs it. So, if you or a veteran you know is struggling, we've got you. Find services and get started at nextchapterco.org. If you or someone you know may be considering suicide, dial 988, then press 1. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with information on an important free resource for veterans. 
the VA Health and Benefits app. The tool is like a one-stop shop for veterans. It allows them to view or cancel VA medical appointments, send and receive messages from healthcare providers, and download VA benefit letters to provide veteran status or disability payments. Veterans can also manage existing VA claims, find the closest VA medical centers, and get quick access to the VA crisis line. You can download the Health and Benefits app on your iPhone or at the Google App Store, or wherever you normally get your mobile apps. If you already use this app, please share your feedback on your phone's App Store. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app. I'm Mike Richmond.